Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The Stoop. I'm your host, Jonathan Raggett, alongside, as always, Jeff Perini, who's on a pub crawl right now. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, man. I am out here in the great Northeast doing the annual Stations of the Crawl. A little pub crawl we do here in Philly for charities, and we raise a great amount of money. Uh, unfortunately, folks, uh, kind of had a mess up. I'm currently out in the streets. So I apologize for any uh, bad communication. I'm glad I could be here and uh, join you for another great Thursday. Absolutely, absolutely. It's going to be a good one here, and you're going to hear a little wind. You're going to hear a little static, unfortunately, on Jeff's end, because as he said, he is on a pub crawl in Philly for charity. So we can give in with a little static for a little bit for charity. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Appreciate it. we got a good show tonight. We're going to be joined by former WCW champion, one half of the Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray. He's going to join us in a little bit. Um, I'm going to head up that interview, and we're going to talk a little bit about his WCW days, what he's got going on now, and a little bit more. And uh, we, we also have to thank Donica Knight for joining us this past Monday, uh, the Southern Girl, the Country Sensation. Uh, she was a phenomenal guest, Jeff. We had a really good time with her music, and that was really phenomenal. Oh, did we lose Jeff? No, I'm still here. Sorry. Oh, still there. Little spot. Yeah, you just hear a little beeping on your end, unfortunately. The streets of Philly are loud, my friend. They are loud. They are busy tonight. Everybody's uh, crawling and watching Bill and ball. It's a busy night tonight. You got my apologies uh, from the get-go here. Sounds real busy, man. But what are you going to do? That's what happens, unfortunately. When we try to do things on location, you get a little bit of technical difficulties. But we'll fight through that tonight. And uh, get a good show either way. Um, top five time, man. Listen, man, we got Stevie Ray on tonight. Like I said, one half of one of the greatest tag teams ever, which is the Harlem Heat. So what we're going to do tonight with our top five is we're going to go with our top five favorite tag teams of all time. Jeff, let's do it up real quick, man. All right. So um, let's get right to it. This list was hard. We also had all the lists are hard. This one was really, really tough. Man. It was tough letting some gangs out there. Uh, this place is going to do the Jonathan Ragus tie. I hate to do it, but tie for fifth. And not because we're on the show tonight, but because we're a great tag team. Stevie Ray and Booker T of Harlem Heat, uh, number five. Tied with the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott, uh, back in the day when they were uh, wearing the varsity jackets. And being real technical, two power guys is a great tag team. Uh, at number four. Sorry, hold on a second. Here. Number four, we had... Uh, and smash demolition. Uh, when these guys came in with all the black gear, they saw the face paint, kind of like an anti uh, Road Warriors or Legion of Doom, if you will. Now, like I said, the face paint, everything was black. They were dark, bad guys, tough guys. And they brought in Crush later on, and it was a three man tag team, and only two would wrestle. It's a great concept. Uh, number three, it got tough near the top. Three is the British Bulldogs. Great technical wrestlers, had a little bit of boost. Uh, technical wrestler in the Dynamite Kid. Power Guy and Davy Boy Smith, an excellent tag team. Pretty much everything that the Hart Foundation was as good guys. Number two, the Outsiders, Hall and Nash. That's my gain some heat from people. We had to love Hall and Nash. What they did at that time and coming into the Outsiders, two big guys that wrestled hard and great tag teams. The Outsiders, number two, as we got Crawler showing in. Number one is definitely for me, and you know me by now, the Hart Foundation, Press the Hitman Hart, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, a perfect. Uh, put together a tag team. Uh, Hart was the technician. The guy that had all the moves. And Anvil was a big power guy. Such great tag team. This thing's so right. And that was my favorite team. They held the titles for a long time. Just 
the number one by far and away is the Hart Foundation. Great, great list. We have a few there. And this time I don't have a tie at all. Once again, two weeks in a row. Can't believe it. It's a record here. Um, number five, going to go your number one, the Hart Foundation. Brett the Hitman Hart, one of the best wrestlers ever, one of the best technical wrestlers ever. Jim the Anvil Neidhart, the power guy. It was just a good... It was just a good tag team, a good fusion of a tag team. Number four, Harlem Heat. They were always one of my favorite tag teams, one of the most underrated in the beginning, but then they started to pick up uh, you know, some steam, and they became a record 10-time WCW Tag Team Champions. Number three, we have a tie here, the British Bulldogs. Dynamite Kid, Davey Boy Smith, absolutely phenomenal. Um, for a time there, very underrated. Uh, but then they became uh, one of the better tag teams uh, in the WWF back then. And don't forget Matilda, man. We can't forget Matilda. Number That's two. true, absolutely. Yep. No, number two, one of my favorites, big ECW guy. Just absolutely followed him from the beginning of the Korean ECW right into the end and following him now in WWE. That's the Dudley Boys. Devon, Bubba Ray. Oh, nice. The best tag teams to ever hit the ring. Two big guys that know how to wrestle. And they're just absolutely phenomenal to watch. And number one, you got to go with it. Oh, what a rush. The Road Warriors. Absolutely phenomenal. You went with Demolition. I went with the Road Warriors. To me, the Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, just probably the best tag team to ever hit the squared circle. So just to do a real quick uh, synopsis here. Just top five. He's got a tie with his number uh, five spot with the Harlem Heat and Steiner Brothers. Number four, Demolition. Number three, the Bruce Bulldogs. Number two, the Outsiders, Kevin Nash and Scott Holt. Number one, the Hart Foundation. For my top five, number five, the Hart Foundation. Number four, Harlem Heat. Number three, the British Bulldogs. Number two, the Dudley Boys. It was hard, man. There was a lot of tag teams that we went with. Uh, a lot of great teams uh, the years. So uh, it, it, was, it was a tough one, but at the end, it was a little easier to round up, though. Definitely hard. Definitely on Fort Daniel, the Hart Foundation. To me, uh, the greatest tag team of all time. But that, that's why we do the list, man. Difference in opinion. Hey, man, everybody, uh, you know, has a, has a different thing, man. So it's it's amazing uh, how I can rank them number five. You can rank them number one. Yeah. 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 Streets of Philly, you're cooking. What was that? So the streets of Philly, you're cooking tonight. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, man, let's get point of discussion our guest, uh, Rain, a little bit. Uh, sad news report, actor-comedian Gary Shanlin suddenly passed away today at the age of 66. Another shocking blow, another death to the death crawl of 2016. This one, I just could not believe, uh, reports that he wasn't sick. He was hanging out with people this morning. He had no ailments, no diseases, no sicknesses. This was just something sudden. He was rushed in the hospital where he passed away. This is a blow. I grew up watching It's the Gary Shandling Show. Absolutely phenomenal show. Gary Shandling is one of my favorite comedians. So this is just another guy from our, from our youth that is on now. It was, uh, it was surprising to hear. Um, like you said, he's a, a great comedian. Got a good show. He seemed like a clean, living kind of guy. And funny as hell. His, his show was just great, and both of them, the one he had on uh, Fox and the one he came back on HBO, just just great. Hilarious, hilarious comedy. Yeah, the Larry Sanders show. It was, he was yeah. a phenomenal yeah. guy, a funny guy, and it's and it's just a shame. 66, man, he had a lot more years left to his life. Absolutely. Yep. All right, let's get into a little bit of uh, sports talk here. 
Uh, Robert Griffin III, RG3, signs with the Cleveland Browns today, two years, $15 million. Jeff, what do you think about this move? I think it's a great move. Uh, I think getting RG3 another chance to play in the NFL is, is very smart. Yeah, the run element might be gone. You don't really know if the knee's down. He has taken some time off. He's healthy. And uh, if any place to land, Cleveland. Cleveland is always, no offense, Browns fans, always kind of a mess. So where else to go and, and try to re-spark it? I, I think he does well. I mean, I don't think we're going to get great things, but I think it's a good spot for him. I, I think he shows some skills, and the, the guy deserves a chance. He can't lose chance of Rangers, and the whole mess of Washington's over. And he's, he's ready to go. I think he's ready to play some ball. Absolutely, man. I, I, I like this move for Cleveland. I think this is in a totally different direction than where they've been going. Um, it looks like Josh McCown is probably going to be trade bait now. He's going to be leaving Cleveland. Um, rumors going that he may go to the Jets if they don't re-sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, but two years, $15 million. I think this is a good deal for Cleveland. Uh, Hugh Jackson is the coach that a lot of players want to play for right now. Um, you know, this could either be a boom or a bust, but at the contract it is, it's not going to be a huge bust for Cleveland. If they use him right, RG3 could be a very good component for the Cleveland Browns. It'll be real interesting um, to see what happens there. A uh, little bit MLB. A-Rod announces he's going to retire in 2017. Jeff, should he have been retired already? Should he even have been playing after been caught cheating so many times? Yeah, I'll, I'll see you later, A-Rod. I'm not going to lose any sleep over this guy. I tried to love him. Everybody did back when he was a young, fresh-faced kid. Came in young. He played with Seattle and Texas. He's not the biggest of, of markets. Then he goes to New York and just becomes the biggest ass, you know, and you just realize how ridiculous this guy is. He cheats the game in every aspect. He's just not a great guy. And uh, I'm not going to lose any sleep. Once A-Rod is gone and get back, maybe some, some cleaner baseball. Yeah, let's go there, man. It's it's funny because not a lot of people know that uh, when he was with the Mariners, they had a deal in place uh, where A-Rod would have became a New York Met. But one of the things that A-Rod asked, uh, A-Rod's agent asked Steve Phillips was that he wanted to be the face of the Mets. He wanted to be on all the billboards. He wanted to, he wanted basically the ones of Mike Piazza taken down as he wanted to be the new face of the team. And the team decided not to because Mike Piazza was their face. And if that's the kind of guy he wants to be, they're not going to go for him. And let me tell you, Greatest move the Mets ever made was not bringing in A-Rod. He's just a pompous jerk. Never liked him. Um, you know, he's he's a cheating, lying scumbag. He should have been out of baseball years ago. And it's a damn shame that people still rooted for him. Um, so, like you said, not going to lose any sleep. Did you just get hit by a car, Jeff? Almost. I think people know me from the student now. They're tooting at me in the middle of the road. Just wait. The fans of the show. Right? Just wave to everybody say, hello, the shark is here. <laughs> Hello, the shark is here. Oh, <laughs> I got a finger from that guy. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, keeping uh, keeping on track here with the sports stuff. Uh, this comes out today, which is a really really weird story. Supposedly, the NFL and the St. Louis Rams made a deal to draft Michael Sam. The deal involved drafting Sam was the league who was then the first openly gay player was in 2014 in exchange for not asking the team to appear in the annual HBO series Hard Knocks, which is being reported by NFL reporter Howard Balzer. Um, Jeff Fisher comes out today, head coach of the Rams, and says that's a complete lie, never happened. Well, he's the former coach of the Rams at that time. Um, did you read about this story? Because it was a wacky one. Honestly, I didn't read into it. I, I kind of saw the, when we started talking about the show's rundown, and, and I seen it, and uh, so I haven't read into it very much. And if it's true, it is a massive black eye for the NFL. If this is true, 
you're, you're insulting gays, you're insulting African Americans, you're insulting football players, you're insulting, you're insulting the integrity of everybody that watches your product. So uh, I hope this thing finds a way of being false or just not as bad as it seems. It could be a mess. It's it's absolutely insane. If 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 more of this stuff comes out, if there's any kind of proof um, that this happened, wow. Wow, like the NFL isn't taking enough hits right now between all the stuff with Goodell, all the concussions, all the deaths from CTE, and then this now. Um, wow, I, I I really don't know what to say about it because uh, I read it, and either it's true or it's not true. If it's not true, it's a shame that this is being reported because it's such a touchy subject. If it is true, then something needs to happen, something needs to change pretty much pronto. I mean, because that's pretty ridiculous, man. This is a uh, Rams franchise, and I, I grew to like them. They built this you know, young and fast defense. And, you know, I started thinking this team was going places. It always seemed to be a mess. You know, the relocation and the trades and, and the whole roster. And I used to love Jeff Fisher, but Jeff Fisher's got no control. It's a disaster. It's it's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I don't know what's going down there in St. Louis or L.A. or whatever the hell they hold now. But you know, when they brought in Nick Foles, it looks like oh, finally they're bringing in a a, a, a capable quarterback, um, one that's going to stay in the field. And you know, they had some weapons in Tavon Austin and uh, Todd Gurley coming in who had a, who had a really good season in his rookie year last year. And then they drop off, and then stuff like this happens. So uh, you know, it, it it does put a stain on the franchise. There's no question about it, Jeff. Well, what are you going to do, man? Yeah, not much you can do. I mean, that's, that's their mess. That's Tom and Philly, and I think my Eagles. We're cleaning it yeah. up. Let everybody else it's, mess it up. and get a goddamn Super Bowl in this game. It's the NFL, man. Something's probably going to happen with the with the uh, Eagles, too, man. So. Absolutely. It, there's always, it, it becomes so, so proper. It, it's a shame. Something is always, always happening, man. All right, man. We're going to talk a little wrestling real quick here. Uh, this story came out today. Uh, former WWE personalities are considering a class action lawsuit against the WWE over loss of royalties. Basically, the transition from DVD and home video to the WWE network means absolutely no royalties for most WWE personalities and superstars. Um, do you think that this is something that the WWE should have thought of, should have discussed with their with their talent? and their former talents if they were going to do this and take a lot of royalties away from them? Because I think this is kind of a, a real shitty move, if you ask me. Um, I'll share a story. It's going to sound a little silly, but uh, here in the Philly and New York, New Jersey area, I used to be in a uh, small-time wrestling program with the uh, gorgeous ladies of outrageous wrestling, which yes. then became, um, you know, a, a little bit or another uh, company bought into them, uh, the dangerous women of wrestling. And, same thing. When you went in with a character, they picked you, they agreed to use you. You signed off. As soon as you walked in, they gave you a piece of paper, and you signed off the fact you're going to be the character. As long as you're being the character, they own the character. They give you a small wage. I used to get maybe 25 50 bucks. I didn't complain because you wanted to make it big, and I'm sure these guys are in the same way. Hey, I just want to get in the wrestling scene. I'll sign anything. I'm sure they signed it away a long time ago. So really, the, uh, the WWE, if there's ink on them contracts, they, they owe them nothing. I know it is. I'm going against. I'm going with corporate against the little guy, but that's no sourcing. That's how it works. I don't know, man. Every, everybody was getting their royalty, so I think it's kind of a a, a crappy move uh, from the WWE to do that without really discussing things or saying, "Hey, listen, if these are the royalties you're getting because you were featured in a video, 
you should get something for being featured on the WWE Network because guess what? It is streaming video. So they, there's sure. got to be some way to fix that and to give some coin to these guys. Because listen, man, a lot of these wrestlers from the past, they don't have money or they don't have a lot of money. They have a lot of injuries. They're really broken down. And unfortunately, this is kind of their bread and butter so it, it, it's tough to see a lot of these guys, you know, and, and of course they didn't name anybody um, uh, of, of who is thinking about doing this. But you have to think, I mean, you know, I don't want to throw out names, but you look at somebody like a superstar, Billy Graham, he's so screwed up. He's so ill yeah. all the time, and he's he's broken down. If he's getting royalties and that's really helping him, you know, health-wise, going to the doctor, health insurance, and all of a sudden that's cut off, that's That really yeah, that bet in that case is a bad move, and I do agree with you there as well. Like I said, man, when it comes to contracts and legal documents, there's so many fine lines, and the little guy always ends up losing out. There's no way around it. Yeah. I mean, shit, man, you look at a guy like Darren Drozdov, who got paralyzed in the ring. He's in a wheelchair, pretty much paralyzed from the neck down. If he's getting royalties off of home videos from any of the matches he was in, any of his appearance, and all of a sudden that's cut off, you know, that's tough, man. Yeah, and uh, good name to mention, a great guy, and uh, suffering unfortunate circumstances. You now, like I said, I, I guess they take his money away. And that's what you're saying. It's, it becomes corporate against uh, the little guy no matter what. Here's the suit. Everybody, John takes all my money. Every dime I make here, John takes it. Oh, yeah, we make so much money here. The guys are <laughs> absolutely rich. In fact, I actually was going to dock Jeff's pay tonight if he was, uh, if he was a little late. Well, he came on location. I made it by a couple minutes. It's uh, it's a rowdy part of town, and I do it for the show and the fans. And of course, the beer is beer here tonight. So. Absolutely. The beer is going to be pouring later on, and uh, in a little bit, we're going to be joined by former WCW Tag Team Champion with the Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray. We're going to talk a little bit about his WCW days. We're going to talk about his time in Wildcat Pro Wrestling. We're going to talk um, pretty much about a lot of different things. Wrestling. Uh, we, we always have good times with our wrestling friends here. Uh, last week we were joined by Buff Bagwell. Absolutely phenomenal stories from Buff. Unfortunately, same technical difficulties we're having tonight. We kind of had with Buff where he was going in and out a little bit. Um, so a lot of people asked, "Hey, is Buff going to come back?" Since you had those technical difficulties because he was having stuff. He was talking and had some amazing, amazing stories. And uh, absolutely, Buff Bagwell is going to be back with us in the near future. Um, don't know when, but we will work on that, and we're really looking forward to that. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun, and tonight is going to be a lot of fun as well. So, um, real quick, um, I got I got to bring this up. The rumors, ACDC, they supposedly kicked out Brian Johnson because he was going to go totally deaf if they kept touring with him. Um, pretty messed up that they kicked Brian Johnson out like that. But now the rumors are is that Axl Rose is going to be joining ACDC as their guest lead singer. Um, so far, it was just been rumors, but I read something a little while ago that said that the deal is pretty much all but done. To me, this is the death of ACDC. Uh, Axl Rose doesn't have that type of voice for their music. doesn't sound that great for the last bunch of years as it is. Jeff, you're a big music fan. You love ACDC. You love Guns N' Roses. What do you think of that collaboration? It's a tough move, a move they don't want to make. And, and Rose is probably the guy with the biggest set of balls that will get on stage with ACDC. Good tough shoes to fill. And now with the way it all went down with how uh, Brian Johnson's getting released, um, it's a tough situation. I mean, I think Rose 
can pull off some ACDC. He still has a little bit of that grind in his voice, but uh, it's going to be a black mark. I've seen people all over Facebook posting how they want to cash in their tickets. They're not going. Uh, but I'm confused how it's going to work out with, um, you know, Coachella and Guns N' Roses and their little reunion. So it, it's confusing. It, it's hard to believe. But really the only move I guess they have left is get somebody of some sort of name in there to try and salvage uh, the ACDC tour. I mean, there was a lot of people that they possibly could have gotten if they really wanted to. Now, do you think they just grabbed Axl Rose just to put asses in the seats? Or... That's what I definitely think it is. I think Rose is, uh, like I said, the biggest semi-free agent name. I mean, uh, a guy that I always think of and I love, he's been in so many bands in and out, is Mike Patton. But he doesn't have the ACDC voice. Um, you know, he's yeah, but she was an Axl, if you think about it. Uh, you know, it's, maybe try something different. Um but, uh, you know, so many singers in, in rock and metal that can maybe go on. And, and, you know, I think they just grabbed Axel for the cheap thrill. The Guns N' Roses making the reunions, just names back in the news. And this will shock people. Like, oh, my God, it's Axel. And now he's going to do an ATVC. So it's a, a wild move, a bold move. But it might pay off. I, if, if I could get my hands on a ticket, I, I'd check it out. I, I probably would as well. But if the rumors are true that they just – fired Brian Johnson from the band when he still wanted to keep going. To me, ACDC loses my support. That's just how I feel. I'm a big Brian. I'm a big ACDC fan. I'm a big Brian Johnson fan. I think Brian Johnson is absolutely incredible. For his age, the guy's still rocking. So if that's what they did, you know, to me, that's kind of like Iron Maiden just firing Bruce Dickinson from the band. You know, to me, ACDC is Brian Johnson and his angst. So... Yeah, you know, see, they're, they're back against the wall just a little bit because this tour is already announced and the tickets are already selling and kind of had to make a move. I know it's not popular, and, and I don't think deep down, I like to think at least that deep down there's like guys a gang of are sitting there saying, ha, later on, Johnson's time to move on. I'm sure this is tough for everybody. Uh, they got lucky to find a guy that had the Bon Scott flavor and, uh, and, and lightning in a bottle, and, you know, when the tickets are out there and sold and you got fans, I guess you got to make the move. Yeah, it's tough, man. You know, it's and now now is he just gonna be the guest singer? I mean, we've heard that he possibly could just be the guest lead singer for a little bit. Is he gonna turn around and be, you know, um, a permanent lead singer? You know, I probably don't think it is. I mean, I just went from that. You know, I just went to the Dystopia tour with Megadeth, Suicidal Tendencies, Children of Bodom and Havoc, and for the tour just itself, former Slayer founder and drummer Dave Lombardo was absolutely phenomenal at the concert. He took over drummer, drumming for Suicidal Tendencies. For so this kind of looks like what it just might be is just, you know what, he's going to tour with them and, you know, get them over the hump to figure out, hey, does Brian Johnson just need to rest? Can he come back? Or are they going to, you know, audition for new singers? Or is that going to be it for ACDC? Are they going to break up? So. Um, that, that's my guess. My guess is uh, it's approaching the end for ACDC. They're not young guys in there. They want to get out and do it again, and I give them credit for it. And all these guys are 60s and 70s that still try to rock. Hey, God bless you, but uh, yeah, it might be coming to an end. Yeah. Well, listen, man, good news for Philadelphia basketball, Jeff. I don't know if you heard about it. Unfortunately for you, it's not your 76ers, but it's your <laughs> 87ers. As the guard, Russ, um, Russ Smith, broke the single-game record by scoring 65 points in an NBA League game. That's dynamite. Uh, that's dynamite. It really is. Uh, you know, it's the best thing that came out of Philadelphia basketball, and 
quite a long time. So I'll take it. In a long, long, long time, man. Long, long Don't. time. It's been a long time to come. Unbelievable, man. Uh, so listen, there's uh, lots of things we could talk about. Lots of things going on. You know, we have the death of Harry Kane we had about earlier in the show, which is you know very, very unfortunate. Um, Rob Ford, the mayor everybody fell in love with, who was smoking crack and spoke like it was, man, passed away this week as well. Lots of deaths this week. Um, a lot of actors. Um, it's it's just it's it's pretty crazy how many people are are, are dropping dead in 2016. We've we've spoken about it on various shows already, Jeff, and uh, it's it's sad. It's sad that uh, you no, know, like what's going on? What's going on that all of a sudden all these prominent names are just falling? And it's not even the end of March, which is really scary, man. Um, I guess we blame uh, terrorism. <laughs> nah, it's terrible. Bad timing. But uh, no, it's, uh, we've gotten a lot lately. You really don't know why. It, it's sad. But uh, like you said, it just it shows kind of the coming of age. I remember, you know, my parents my age, and oh my God, uh, guess who died? And guess who died? And guess who died? People grew up with. I mean, they, they just don't stay young forever. Yeah, it's it's a damn shame. And you know, speaking of terrorism, unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, they got attacked in Brussels uh, yesterday morning uh, about 35 plus people died a lot of people injured uh, they blew up an airport they blew up uh, a subway line um it, it's it's just sad that this is going down uh, uh former nba center dikembe mutombo was in the uh, airport in brussels at the time um and nobody could find you know find from him and he uh, he was talking about it today you know he, he sent out a tweet saying you know i'm safe and he said two angels basically saved me um it's sad, man. It's it's really sad what's going on. So our thoughts and our prayers are with everybody in Brussels and all the families affected by that. Um, something's got to happen, man. This terrorism stuff has to stop. You know, they just put out a, a thing on CNN right now saying authorities have arrested a French national suspected of being in the advanced stage of planning an attack. So wow. it's, it's it seems that it's always, you know, it's always going to you know, it it could always happen anywhere. It could ha- it happened in movie theaters. It happened at a concert. You know, and that was in the back of my mind when I went to the concert at the Sands on Saturday night. You know, I was like, man, you know, we saw yeah, what happened in France. You know, could it happen here? Yeah, that always in the back of my mind. And uh, when I went to see, you're talking about the Sands, I saw uh, Motley Crue up there. My fiance said the same thing. She's like, hey, it, it's small in here. You never know. And I'm like, don't even talk. I just have a good time. And then in your head and you're thinking, hey, you just never know. And uh, funny, even up and down these streets today where I'm at right now out here in uh, Frankfurt and Cotman in Northeast Philadelphia, they had drills all day long. They had terrorist groups, uh, anti-terrorist groups, and uh, military and all here just training all day long for such an emergency up and down these streets. So we're trying to get more alert, but you just hope you you can catch it at the core. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's scary, you know. It's I don't know, man. It's 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 such a different world that we live in now, man. It's like, you know, years ago I went to a concert, just had a blast, didn't look at anybody. Saturday night I realized, man, I was looking at various people all around me, thinking, you know, is that person legit? Are they okay? It's 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 a shame that this is the kind of world we live in now, man. Agreed. Yeah, it's you know, you try to keep enjoying things that you do, and even. Watching the Super Bowl this past year, while you're watching, you're like, man, what if something happens here if you're watching on TV? You just never know. No, you never know. You never, never know. 
All right, man, next Monday, March 28th, we're going to have a great guest joining us as award-winning singer Ed Roman from Canada is going to be joining us. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about his music career. He's got a lot of things going on right now. Uh, we're going to play some of his music. And, uh, you know, he's another uh, Michael Stover guy. We've had a bunch of them on from Donica Knight and uh, Xander Demos, Madeline Victoria. He seems to just represent just, uh, just classy, classy artists. So we're really looking forward to that. Uh, with Ed Roman on March 28th, this this upcoming Monday, right after Easter, and uh, you know, just we're just going to continue to trend here. We're going to have anybody on from the world of movies and television, sports and professional wrestling, music, author, um, comedians, you name it, they'll be on the stoop. Um, we're, we're always lining up new people. Um, Jeff and I are always talking about it and always reaching out to people. You know, we're having a good time doing this and lining up people so we can not only talk to people that we like and we find interesting, but it's always happens to be just that it's people that our listeners are a good example of it. His stories were absolutely phenomenal, man. It's a shame that we had those technical difficulties last week. Agreed. Yeah, he was really, really laying down some good stuff. And definitely got to get him back. This is the kind of stuff that people want to hear and that's what brings you here. You know, that's what brings you to us and listen to us. And the, the inside dirt, the stories of the Bangalore with Roy Deliverance. So uh, we're going to get him back. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to get him back. I want to hear more about the whole Jim Ross thing in WWE and why uh, he got fired. I mean, you know, he knows that he's, you know, he's, he's mentioned he doesn't know why he got fired from the WWE. You know, I want to see, like, you know, what was going on there and a you know, really big uh, buff brain about that. So it'll, it'll be interesting. Sure. You know, yeah, it's called uh, Three sides of every story, and three yeah. sides of every story, your side, my side, and the truth. So you really, you know, one of them went down. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting. You know, it's just interesting to, you know, and, and of course, I want to hear everybody's story. So it's, it's always interesting uh, to hear what's going on. You know, both sides will be interesting to hear what goes on in JR's side, and then unfortunately, you know, which one's the truth, who will ever find out? You know, so unfortunately, we'll never find out. But it'll be fun, man. Agreed. Fun, fun times. Talking to the uh, the Southern Stomper, Luke Hawks from Wildcat Pro Wrestling today. He's going to be joining us in the very near future here. Uh, so we're going to keep up with the wrestling trend, and we're going to be joined by uh, former WCW Tag Team Champion, Ray. And, and any minute now, um, he's going to be pulling in, and we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, Harlem Heat. We're going to talk a little bit about him inducting Booker into the Hall of Fame. Should Harlem Heat get into the Hall of Fame eventually? We have a question from a fan. Uh, be our Facebook page, so it's going to be some fun stuff, Jeff. It's going to be really fun. That sounds good to me. But you're having a blast yourself, man. So where are you right now in Philly? Uh, right now, Philly, right past the famous Celebration Station of Franklin Common Avenue, or called Christie's Tavern. Uh, good crowd in there. As everybody's watching the, the Villanova ball game, everybody's yelling at me for not being inside drinking right now, and there's beer with my name on it. And, you know, we'll get to that soon. But uh, it's, it's a great, it's a great charity cause. A couple guys from high school uh, that were friends together started years back. They since moved on, and a couple of great girls, uh, Dorothy and Becky, they picked it up and uh, kept it rolling, man. It's a lot of hard work, but it's fun work in the end. And you can watch everybody wearing the t-shirts and buying the beer and the merchandise and walking up and down the street. It's a blast. It's terrific. That's fun, man. Are you drinking anything specific tonight? Yeah, no specific. This place. Uh, Part of the crawl is the beer specials and the two-dollar domestic that they say it's Miller Light. And I'm embarrassed to say it's Miller Light. And it's Coors Light. And 
shots later. Shots come later to, you know, the the gals here like getting into the shots, and then some of us older fellas join them in shots later on. I already did karaoke. I sang Love Shack to start this thing off. It was wild. Wish I could have recorded it. So, uh, <laughs> If you recorded it, that was going up on the website, my friend. It is recorded. The uh, young girl, one of the organizers, Becky, her mother recorded it. I'm oh, sure great. it's going to pop up on Facebook, and you're going to get your hands on it. No shame. I'm doing it for the spook, man. You're going to get your hands on it, and the folks are going to check me out. To my oh, that's going everywhere. Thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send it over to Adrenaline. I'm going to send it over to Psycho. I'm going to send it over to Donica. And we're going to say, hey, can this guy do backup vocals for any of you one day? I love it. I absolutely love it. I'll be the uh, tone desk guy in the back. I'll be perfect. Can you carry your tune or no? Eh, I can I can carry it. You know, I'm a lounge singing kind of guy. That's how it's been described. Uh, no way in heck am I a singer. Me and a friend of mine did a show one time at the, uh, the Langhorn Coffee House with uh, – they do first Friday, and he had the guitar, acoustic. I was singing. It, it was fair at best. But karaoke, I could do it. Just a couple beers of me, and I'll, I'll belt out any pieces. Very, very nice. Hey, you know what? I've never done karaoke. And it's something you try once in your life. I've done it Is a million times. Time you did it? I know. I've done it hundreds of times. I used to be okay. a, kind of a karaoke junkie. I used to go to the same places every uh, couple of weeks. And just to sing. You know, everybody knows. We're all not professionals. That's kind of the fun of it. Nobody expects the greatest from me. Do you have to be a little uh, buzzed out in order to get up there, or you can just go up there stone sober? Well, tonight I had one beer in me, and like I said, the organizer, girl Becky, just said, you're on. She's like, you are knocking out of this. And me and her woke up. We did it. We got our applause, and uh, that'll be a time. Actually, you really, as long as you can know the song and you can read along to the lyrics, can't be that big. Now, is, is, is Love Shack like your go-to song, or was that picked for you tonight? Love Shack is my go-to duet song. I've done it with a few different girls in the past. Uh, it seems because you know, a lot of girls get excited for karaoke, and uh, some of them are afraid to go balloons. She says, do a duet. And that's usually the one that always pops out, and it's a number that you can really have fun with. You change the lyrics a little bit to the silly thing. And, anyway, it was great. It really was a great time. Very, very nice. I, you know what? I, I really got to do that one time. You know, it's, 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 I go to concerts. I sing in front of hundreds of people. Why not go to karaoke and try it out? I, mean, I think I would have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, you talk on the radio and listeners. It's kind of like talking to the listeners. Only they're staring right at you. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's good fun. We should do I'll a do karaoke it. night here on the stoop, man. I love it. I love that. Get people to just call in and, and belt out a tune. And, why not, man? This, this is fun here. We do everything here. We're not... Some stuffy shirt, tie wearing, don't say this and that. We are, come on, have a blast. And that's the way a couple of our guests have described it, like Madeline and Jessica. It's, it's just like talking to a couple guys and just having a good time. I, I agree with that, B. We do a nice stoop karaoke night for charity right here, live on the air. And we bring in Dan Cutsmith <laughs> from Adrenaline. We get Jessica. We get Madeline. We get Donica. We get Ed Roman. We get Xander. And even us. And... We get to pick the songs for people. They don't get to pick them. I like it. I like this a lot. <laughs> for, That's something uh, we got to talk about, man. Yeah, absolutely. Take the YouTube scene, maybe get a video camera, and have uh, a couple of these guys play the live music while somebody sings with them. Yeah, be a rock star for a day, something like that. Why not? Be a rock star, man. I like that. I would love to be a rock star. I talk to Dan huh. Adrenaline about that all the time, and I say, listen, man, I want to be a rock star. How can I do it? And he goes... <laughs> can you, can you sing? No. 
Can you play an instrument? No, then I can't be a rock star, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, you can party. I, uh, you know, a story that I won't go too graphic with with a band that I've always loved for years, a bunch of guys out of York, PA. Uh, one night they played Philly. I hung out backstage with a couple of band members, and yeah, the groupies are hanging out back there. And it, it is fun, even if you're not in the band. You're hanging with the band, people love you. It's a blast. It's worth it. I, phew, you get a little jealous of people. They really got it. So, so you can't sing, you can't dance, you can't play a, a tune, but you can party like a rock star is what you're saying. Absolutely. You know, I can drink it up, line up the beers and the, and the shots, and uh, I'm your guy. As long as you're lining up the beers, you're not lining up anything else, man. Nah, man, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> on, you don't want to fucking like that kind of a rock star. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If mom's listening, none of that mom. Just, uh, you know, the beers. <laughs> the beers and the shots. Hi, Mrs. Perini. Hi, Mrs. Perini. <laughs> we may be rock stars, but we don't party like that. Well, Jeff probably does. Exactly. But... Yeah, give me. a night, one night a week. I'm the weekend warrior. Not me, man. Oh, listen, man, you know what's crazy? I'm reading uh, some news right now. They're talking about even more remakes, man. Now they're remaking uh, Voltron. Netflix is doing a, a whole new Voltron series. Do you remember Voltron? Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember Voltron. Uh, pretty good. It was a huge fan, so I can't see how a remake is going to excite me. Um, that's the thing. They're just going after anything right now. Gotta get something unique. I don't understand how how bad the, the talent is. I mean, let's let's get out there in Hollywood and write something, something new, something different. You know, you look at the independent guys. Look at the B movie guys. There are so many great writers, directors, producers. Look at their scripts. They could be great major motion pictures. There are so many books that have been untapped for movies. Why do you have to constantly keep going back to the same? rock and beating the same clothes on it, man. I, I just don't get it. I really do not get it. Um, but to me, I mean, they're remaking Voltron, which is, you know, whatever. I used to like it as a kid. You know, I will probably watch it. This is the, I watched the new uh, Inspector Gadget on uh, Netflix. Netflix put up a new Popples. I don't know if you remember Popples as a kid. But, yeah. um, you know, it's it, to me, I don't mind them remaking the commercial, uh, a cartoon. But a movie or a TV show, that kind of, I don't know. I guess the live action stuff is a little different. I hear girls laughing. Yeah, another fan just hit me in the street. Hey, Bernie. That's great. It's great to be recognized. <laughs> For whatever it recognizes you for, it's great. And uh, she saw the T-shirt. She's like, oh, yeah, getting wasted. They remember the station's crawl. Uh, this girl appeared a couple of years ago at the one of the station crawls and seen me at my, uh, I'd say my best, perhaps. <laughs> Save your best. To impress, man. Absolutely. Oh boy. Wait, I got, I got, I got to read this now because we're looking at something. So, I, um, Kobe Bryant is saying that after he retires, he won't watch any NBA games because they're too long. Really? Yeah, I'm glad he's not a baseball player. I know, right? That's oh. interesting. I don't know, man. Can you imagine being in something your whole life, especially something you love, like basketball or a professional sport, and not watch anymore? Because we, we get that a lot. I talk to the one-man gang a lot on, on Facebook. Um, he doesn't watch the product no more. He's got no memorabilia hanging up in his house. Pretty much doesn't want much to do with wrestling at all. 
but there's a lot of athletes like that, man. Do you think? I don't know, man. I love I love playing basketball. When I got injured, and I couldn't play no more. It pissed me off. I still watch it, and I don't think I'll ever stop watching it, man. Do you think that could ever happen to you? And can you see why people would just not want to watch something that they've been a part of for so long? I find it hard to believe. That's like, uh, yeah, I mean, like it's the uh, months down the line when the, when the stoop is bigger and the national radio and for some unknown reason I'd leave it and like I would never listen. I would absolutely listen again. Uh, it's part of a, uh, a brotherhood to get into professional sports. It takes a rare talent. It means you walk away and just turn it off like it never existed. It's crazy. That's your, that's your past. That's your life. That's what you did. I, I work in an industry car industry. There's cars everywhere. I'm always looking at cars. <laughs> I'm not going to one day say, hey, you know what? Come to the car business and I'm never driving again. Yeah, it, just, it just doesn't work. Yeah, you have you have to wonder, is it, you know, are they not really following it anymore because they're just, you know, they don't want to be reminded of being in their prime, being in their youth and having fun and they don't want to see other people having fun now or they just don't want to be reminded that they actually did it because they're so distraught over it. I mean, you know, it, it came out today, Bill Walton, former NBA uh, center and legend, said that after his last back injury, he complimented, you know, um, he was thinking about committing suicide. Oh, my God. You know, because they oh. couldn't play the game anymore. I mean, you know what? We had that one episode of MASH where that college, that old collegiate college running back, you know, they couldn't save his leg, and he said, well, that's it. Might as well have just let me die on a table because – all I knew was football, you know. So, you know what, you have to wonder if that's the same thing with, uh, you know, basketball players and hockey players and professional wrestlers. Uh, you know, it's got to be interesting. Yeah, I remember that one, too. And that is true. I guess the guys, they get hurt young. Um, our brother, years back, was in Cancun. He ran into a uh, former football player. Again, I won't name names. You don't want to lay guys out. And, uh, he was a promising running back, got drafted high, career was cut short by a couple of knee injuries and he said man he said I really wanted to make more of it it's tough accepting the fact I'm never going to get to that status and I guess it is hard for them and maybe like I said when you walk away you realize hey yeah it's over I don't want to watch and see these other young guys doing it the way I did it and it goes both ways as everything in human nature people always go two different directions it's hard to put a finger on yeah yeah well, we're still waiting to be joined by our guest, Stevie Ray. Um, I don't know if he uh, forgot or, um, he, unfortunately, he's still a little busy or not. But uh, if we can't if we can't get him on today uh, for some reason, uh, we'll definitely uh, try to reschedule that uh, in the future, hopefully in the near future. Uh, we're looking forward to speaking with him. Uh, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen tonight. Uh, he's supposed to join us at the top of the hour. Uh, we're 12 minutes past the hour now, so... Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens uh, with that. So, uh, Jeff, it's, uh, you know, unfortunately, man, things like that happen on live radio, man. You know, there's nothing we can do about it. You know, we reach exactly. out, we plan, we remind, and, uh, you know, things happen. I mean, uh, we were supposed to have Lorraine Lewis from Femme Fatale on with us a couple of weeks ago, and, uh, you know, she forgot, or at least I hope she forgot, and uh, that never <laughs> happened. So, uh, you know, it's a shame. It's tough. You, uh, you try your best to, to get a draw, and I say we, we've had great guests, and we talked about the uh, guests we've had in the past, and some classy individuals, and the, some great stars trying to make their name. And like you said, though, you also understand where some stars or people in the biz uh, just find a little busy schedule. So we do the best we can here. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people are just extremely busy. Um, you know, we've we've spoken to we spoke to a lot of people. Uh, I, I wish I could name some names right now that I'm in the middle of speaking to. You know, and they want to do the show, but they said unfortunately right now I'm either in the middle of a movie, in the middle of a TV show, or you know, got some other things going on where we just can't do it now. But we definitely want to do it in the future. So uh, let's let's talk in a month. Let's talk in two months. Um, you know, and I like that. You know, I like that they they answer back and they say, you know, we're a little busy right now, so uh, you know, let's talk about that in the future. So uh, you know, that's always cool, and uh, you know, it'll be good to get a lot of these people on. Um, you know, like I said, Stevie Ray was supposed to join us tonight, unfortunately, he, he doesn't look like he's going to, as we're at the hour now. Um, so I guess what we'll do is, unfortunately, we'll have to end the show right now because um, a big part of our show tonight was uh, sitting down with Pete Ray and talking to him about a lot of uh, good stuff. So what can you do, Jeff? Not much you can do. Unfortunately, uh, another time. Another time, another guest. And uh, we'll see you soon. We appreciate every comments. And we'll be back yeah. So what we'll do is we'll wrap it up. Um, you know what? While we're here, maybe we'll play a couple of more songs from Donica Knight from uh, our Monday's guest. Um, give her a little bit more airtime here. We'll play her uh, hit single, Love Ain't a Prize, and we'll follow it up by Stomp, and then uh, we'll end the show. So, Jeff, I'll let you go. You have a great, great safe night doing your bark crawl for charity in Philly, and uh, get ready for Monday with uh, award-winning singer Ed Roman. Sounds good. I'm going to walk into this place real quick just to get a little, give everybody a little taste of the raucous, and then I will uh, cut myself short and kind of. Yeah, as you can hear, it's lively, it's rowdy, and uh, thanks everybody for uh, joining us. And we'll see you Monday. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good one, man. Thanks. You got it. That was our co host, Jeff the Shark Perini's on a bar crawl for charity in the Philly area. Um, so we hope he has a good, good, safe time doing that we were supposed to be joined by uh stevie ray tonight unfortunately i think either he got a little busy or uh he he unfortunately forgot so uh we'll reach out to stevie and see if we can reschedule that in the very near future so for now uh last uh this previous monday we were joined by country sensation donica knight uh she just released her newest ep can't buy a southern girl she's an absolute class act phenomenal phenomenal girl with a voice of an angel we absolutely love her here at the stoop um, her album is great, so please support Donica Knight by picking up her album if you like country and you like rock, because it's a little bit of a country rock crossover. So you can do that by going to DonicaKnight.com. It's D-O-N-I-C-A-K-N-I-G-H-T.com, and you can pick up her album. So what I'll do right now is I'll play one of her songs, and this is Love Ain't a Prize by Donica Knight. My love ain't a prize. My love ain't a prize. Can't buy this woman My love ain't a prize And I reckon I'm Cause mama taught me so You cannot buy My love ain't a prize I'll be an open book If you treat me right But my love ain't a prize No, you just can't buy it Ooh, give me something I need To keep my soul
That was a Donica Knight's hit single, Love Ain't a Prize, from her newest EP, Can't Buy a Southern Girl. Uh, we absolutely love it here. We can't get enough of it. We're constantly listening to it. So what we'll do is we'll play one more song, and then we'll wrap up tonight's show. Uh, fortunately for our listeners tuning in, Stevie Ray, um, unfortunately, couldn't join us um, at the last minute. Um, we don't know why, but we'll reach out to Stevie and see if we can reschedule in the near future. So we apologize to our listeners for that. I know everybody was looking forward to it. We were looking forward to it a lot more here. We had some great questions for Stevie. So uh, let's listen to Stomp by Donica Knight. I'm walking all alone down my yellow brick road And I stomp to the beat of my own drum I got my pockets full of dreams And they're busting at the seams going
And that was Donica Knight Stomp. She joined us on Monday night. Absolutely phenomenal talent. Check out her newest album, Can't Buy a Southern Girl, at DonicaKnight.com. Um, so I think joining us right now is uh, Stevie Ray. Stevie, how you doing, man? Good, man. Good. What about you guys? We're do we're doing great, man. Thanks for uh, joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, we want to. I'm sorry, right I kind of lost, I, I lost track of time. I've been talking a little business on the phone. Uh, got some things going on, but uh, sorry about that. Ah, listen, we 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 un- totally understand, and that's what we were just saying. I said I'm sure he's ex- extremely busy, so if we can't get him on tonight, we'll reschedule it. But oh, I'm so happy you called in, man. So yeah, let's jump good. right. Let's jump right into it real quick. Uh, unfortunately, we only got a little bit of time left here. Um, the fans don't get to see you as much anymore, especially the ones that follow WCW, as you're, you're really not on television as much anymore. So, you know, we've had a bunch of questions that we fielded on Twitter and we fielded on Facebook today. And the main question was, what's going on with Stevie Ray today? So can you let our listeners and your fans know what's going on with you today? Well, you know, I get out there as much as I can, you know, uh, it's just the fact that, you know, I, I kind of just do the shows that that are really uh, kind of uh, relevant to what I'm doing. Okay. And the shows that are, you know, the, the bigger shows. I'm not one of those guys that just at every show and, you know, trying to just pick up scraps and stuff like that. It's really, if it's never, really not, um, you know, really worth my time i don't go to them so that's why i'm not just all over the place plus i got so yeah. much stuff going on here, here in town you know between you know we're doing a wrestling promotion here mm. that i'm involved in without i'm involved in with my brother so uh you know that takes up a lot of my time i'm um, i've also been working on uh a radio show getting a radio show started here oh, great. in town also and uh that's uh that's been taking up a lot of my time, plus other things. So mm. I try to get out there as much as possible, but if, if it's not lucrative to me, uh, you know, it's, you know, I, I, I don't do it. So Yeah, understandable, understandable. Um, a good friend of ours here is uh, the Southern Stomper, Luke Hawks, and you actually wrestled uh, for Wildcat Pro Wrestling a little bit, and you were the WPW Heavyweight Champion. Uh, what was it right, like wrestling for Wildcat? Because they're a really strong up-and-coming brand right now. You know, uh, Wildcat. You know, we we uh, we do business with. You know, they they're like partners with uh, mm-hmm. Reality Wrestling. So, uh, whatever 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 the guys can do down here to uh, uh, be involved with Wildcat, you know, we're more than happy to do it. They uh, Luke Hawks got one of one of the best independent wrestling promotions uh, in this part of the country, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, he does a very good job. He got they very professional. They got good. Uh, professional wrestlers, men and women, and uh, it, it, you know, it really makes me proud to see people that's, you know, on the independent wrestling uh, circuit doing it the right way. And it's only mm-hmm. one way to do it, and it's the right way. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially, there's a lot of promoters out there that have screwed so many people over. So yeah, it is nice to see somebody like Luke uh, do a good job with Wildcat, and we're big supporters of them here. Um, you know, speaking a little bit about. Um, you know, doing it the right way. Uh, we had Buff Bagwell on with us last week. Uh, we were talking a little bit about, you know, his time in WCW and WWE. And, uh, he, we, you know, we got into talking when WCW folded. When when that happened, you were doing a little bit, you know, you weren't really wrestling as much. You are doing a lot of color commentary with Thunder at the time. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, take us back a little bit. What 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 was going through your head when all of this happened and WWE bought out WCW? And, you know, did you think you were going to go to WWE? Did you know you weren't going to go? You know, what was going on in your mind around that time? Well, to be honest, um, I used to talk with talk about this with a couple other guys in the company at the, at the time. I mm-hmm. I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. And I yeah. definitely didn't know it was going to happen like it was. But I knew uh, WCW was going to come to a halt. And I knew it was going to come to a screeching, screeching halt from mm-hmm. some of the things I knew from the inside of what was going on in that company. And that's one reason you haven't seen another company in the Time Warner brand under their yeah. umbrella anymore because mm-hmm. it, they left a bad taste in someone's mouth. And I, so I don't really think, with all actuality, uh, <clears throat> what Vince bought was really nothing. You know, he mm-hmm. only he didn't buy the company. If he bought the company, WCW would still be on television. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> excuse me, um, but what he did buy was enough to let someone know if somebody if somebody gives this man the right to that, they really must left a bad taste in someone's mouth. If you really think about it, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a company a company that a wrestling organization that was that big. So as far as going to W D I mean, I was just done with the buffoonery and all the uh you know, just thievery that was going on in that company. Yeah. And uh I didn't want to go to WWE because mm-hmm. I knew, well, I just didn't want to be on the road anymore that much anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because my, my, my daughter, who is 21 years old now, she was, um, uh, you know, getting to that age where I needed to be around more. And that took up a lot of my time, and I'm so glad that I did. And uh, she's a senior in college now. Oh, great. And uh, getting ready to graduate. Mm. Uh, shortly, and uh, and uh, I was just looking for other things to do. So that's when I signed with the uh, World Wrestling All Stars, and I started going uh, back and forth overseas. And mm. I had a business, a business I just started here uh, that I wanted to be around a little bit more. So that's pretty much what happened, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Okay. So, great. Um, we we have a, we have another question from uh, you know real quick. Uh, I'll just you know throw that out there because I know a lot of the fans really wanted to know something. Uh, Russell Wheeler. I mean, I kind of know the answer to this, but uh, we we got a lot of questions about this. He wanted to know what are the chances of seeing Harlem Heat uh, reunite for another match? Well, I guess you never say never, you know. <laughs> uh, but what the chances are, I really don't know. But you never yeah. say never. Me and my brother did a. Uh, we did a tag match last year here in town that we mm-hmm. promoted uh, was our farewell match pretty much for our 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And uh, it went over really, really good, you know. And that's the first time we had actually tagged together in quite some time. Mm-hmm. But we had people come from all over, all over, you know, from different states to come watch it. So the Harlem Heat thing is still hot, you know, even when we do autograph things together, you know, they're still – the long lines and stuff like that, but you're talking about two people that's got different things that's going on in their lives, and it's hard to really get together and do a lot of things, you know? Definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, every time we talk to people and we say, yeah, we're going to try to get, you know, some of the, uh, you know, all the wrestlers on with us, some some of the WCW guys, and we we always get asked, can can you get Harlem Heat on? And that's, you know, the reason why I reached out to you right away. 
and uh, people right. are just going nuts about it. You know, it is a hot thing still. And we, we were talking to Buff about that too. You know, we, we were saying to him, a lot of people ask us, can you get Buff Bagwell on? Does it, you know, does it mean a lot to you that, you know, you guys like you and Buff um, and, and all these guys from, you know, WCW back in the day that, that you're still so relevant to wrestling fans today? You know, it's unbelievable how much of a residual that we left in the business, you know. I mean, to this day, I still get recognized in different places wherever mm-hmm. I go, you know, and I haven't been on national television for quite some time, yeah. you know. So it, it it does leave a mark with you, you know. That means you really must have been doing your job, man. You know what I'm saying? You really must have been doing your job right. And for people to, you know, that still be that relevant with a lot of people, and that's one of the reasons uh, um, I uh, started a radio show here. I actually go on with a, I actually go on with a local guy that does sports here, and we get into our stick, and it got so popular that the people wanted me. They said, "You got to do your own show. This thing is too hot. People love to hear you." And I was like, "Okay, so that's what's going on. That's another part of my." situation that's going on right now and I'm pretty uh, excited about it so people still want to hear they want to see Stephen Ray they want to hear him too so <laughs> it's kind of cool you know? <laughs> absolutely so are, on, on the new radio show you're going to be talking a lot about wrestling or it's going to be pretty much about a lot of different things well it'll be different things but my basic subjects are going what I'm kind of piggyback off everything is pro wrestling boxing yeah. MMA and whatever season is going on in sports you know and uh, then a lot of a lot of just you know hot topics that's going on, whether it be in the wrestling field or whether it be in anything else, anything that's hot and that's taking over the narrative on television, and a lot of the community stuff too that's going on. So and that's pretty much what I uh, do on on the uh, the sports guy show here. But I'm very provocative when it comes to uh, people calling in and things of that nature. I really have to turn. I turn into Stevie Ray when I'm on the show. So it really, uh, people love it. And they they like to go against me and they like to debate me. And uh, on the debate thing, I, you know, you better, you better bring, you better bring, you better bring it. Yeah. You know, you better bring it with Stevie Ray because Stevie Ray is going to have his stuff together. Absolutely. That's awesome. And then when they start saying stuff to you, you know what you're saying. Do you, do you, do you say it still, man? Suckers got to know or what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I might say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I might say anything. Like like last night, I was uh, a guy uh, called in and he was talking about uh, some wrestler. Now one of the young guys that we got coming up here, and because uh, uh, he just called me out last week, and I was like, this kid doesn't know. This kid doesn't know. I've forgotten more things that this guy knows. <laughs> He's talking about a guy that has been on every continent except for Greenland. Mm-hmm. You know, That's not great. some not 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 just an independent building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where yeah. fifty thousand people have been rooting for you, and that wasn't even in the United States. That's in Japan. So, yeah. when, so when that guy gets to that level, he can talk to me. You know, mm-hmm. think Absolutely. like so. You know, that makes the audience all you know whatever, and it's kind of cool though. That's awesome. That's great stuff. Um, you know, I read a while back, and you know, of course, you know, I'm friends with Luke Hawks. Uh, that the uh, that the Wildcat belt got was stolen from your car. Did you ever get that back? Oh yeah, we got the belt back. Luke didn't tell you that. 
Um, I, you know what? I thought I read it, but I, I wasn't sure. So I just was. I said, "What the hell? Why not bring it up to you and ask what happened with that that whole thing?" Because a lot of people uh, asked about that too. So I said, "Yeah, what is the hell? I'll bring oh, it up tonight." So. I mean, we had we uh we uh put everything out when it was stolen. We put everything out when we got it back. I think we did. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember now. You know, once you bring it up, you might be right. I don't even remember. <laughs> but uh. Seriously, I don't. It's been a it's been a few months now, so it's been a while. I didn't. I wasn't watching the uh, social media as much as when we got it back as we was when we when we got it uh, stolen. Actually, yeah. so you might be right. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't as visible. But yeah, you know, matter of fact, I've had people hit me on uh, my Facebook and ask me, you know, did you get the belt back? And I'm like, yeah, we got the belt back months ago. Yeah, yeah oh, I remember really Luke so. put out the wanted posters for it, and uh, you know I remember you posted something on Facebook about it, and then I didn't remember if you got it back or not. So yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Um, yeah. You 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 had the you had the privilege of uh, you know basically inducting your brother into the WWE Hall of Fame, and now um, you know we've seen it where Ric Flair was put in. Ric Flair is also put in a second time with the with the Four Horsemen. Do you ever see? I mean, listen. The Harlem Heat is is seriously one of the greatest tag teams in wrestling. There's there's no question about it. Do you ever? I mean, do you see the Harlem Heat going into the Hall of Fame? You know what? <clears throat> like I always say, you never say never. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of we've been we had buzz about it. You know, actually, uh, this year actually, mm-hmm. but. Um, I can see that. Yes, I I can. Yeah. Uh, but you know, those kind of things, uh, if they happen, they happen. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. I look at it. You know, they don't. They yeah. don't. I was actually surprised, to be honest, uh, when they when they inducted my brother mm-hmm. in such a short period of time. That really threw me for a loop. Um, that threw a lot of people for know. a loop, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because there was a lot of talk about that. But you know what? It's it it, it is it is well deserving. You know, there there's no question oh, no, no, about no. it. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying it it isn't. Oh no, yeah, no, I'm, but, I'm not saying that you are. But, but so so many people, you know, get inducted, you know, way you know, kind of years, four or five years, six seven years after they were, you know, they retired, you know, mm-hmm. and so that's what that's what really threw me off because. My brother had pretty much just retired. The next thing I know, he was calling me and telling me he was in the Hall of Fame. So, <laughs> so it kind of threw me off. You know, I'm like, wow, you, you're still wrestling, right? You know what I'm saying? You're almost still wrestling. You know, <laughs> you know but, uh, you know, just one of those things. That kind of threw me off. So, and my point is that you just never know. You know, you just yeah. never know. Yeah, we were, we were actually talking about that, um, you know, last week when we had Buff on the show, uh, me and my co-host, who's, who's not with us tonight, uh, we were talking about that, how, you know, it's it's kind of funky how the WWE, you know, really pulls the names out before other names. Like, you know, we were talking about how, you know, your brother got inducted, let's say, before a Macho Man or a Paul Bearer, guys that were in, you know, the business so many years prior, you know, to, to the, you know, to certain right. people. So it's, it, 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 right. it's, I mean, like I said, it was early, but... Very, you know, well deserving for your brother, and that's oh yeah, most most definitely. But like I said, just even that caught me off guard. So nothing, in essence, what I'm saying is nothing surprises me when you ask me about Harlem Heat. Hey, nothing surprises me because you know anything can happen. If you know, going by what we were just talking about, anything can happen. 
Yeah. Now, when uh, when you inducted your brother, was was that something that your brother asked you? Was that like uh, you know his invitation for you to do that, or was that something that was set up? Oh, by no. The oh no, of course it was. Uh, no, no, no. You get to choose whoever you want to okay. induct you. The company has nothing to do with that. <clears throat> um, I mean, if they if they dictated that, ain't no need. To, to me, it's no need to even being inducted if you're going to dictate. You know that mm-hmm. part of it also. Mm-hmm. You know, in essence, that's just a show now, if you see what yeah. I'm saying. Well, yeah, just I mean, you know, show. there was a few people that, you know, were inducted, and the people that were inducting them was, you know, Bob Backlund went in, and Maria Menounos was the one inducting him. So it's, yeah. Hey, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, that situation. You yeah, know no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I wanted to know, like, how, you know, you, you came to induct your brother was, was, was what I was getting. Right. So just wanted to know if that was, you know, if, if it was his choice or it wasn't his choice. So. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe the situation is if you, if nobody wants to induct you, we got a few people <laughs> over here that can help you out. You know, it might have been one of those situations with Bob Paxton. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I went, you, know, you know what? I never thought about that, and I was there that night. I never thought about that until you just brought it up. I never yeah, thought about it. You know what? It's it's different when you watch it on TV than when you're actually there live. So <laughs> oh, yeah, man. and I was there, and I was like, I was like, uh, you know what? I just remembered that that happened. You know, I couldn't remember who inducted him. Be honest, but I remember it now. Yeah, yeah, Maria. Wow. Yeah, and you know, and that's the same too. Like yeah. you know, with Bruno Sammartino, did he actually pick Arnold Schwarzenegger? Because listen, I'm sure everybody and their mother would have loved to be the person to have inducted Bruno Sammartino, one of the greatest ever. So you know, it's, it was just interesting. So that's why I was, you know, one. Well, I think I think that, I think that situation. I think him and Arnold kind of go way back. I think so. You know, yeah. I think they go way back in the day. You know, back when Bruno was actually on top back in the 70s and when Arnold was on top as a bodybuilder. So I think they know each other from back in the day. Plus, Arnold's been one of Vince's boys for years, you know. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Yeah. it was probably good for the show. But I don't know what happened with those guys. Maybe Vince and him, I, who knows. But, no, no, that was uh, that was straight up uh, Booker T's uh, everything he did. Now, I'll tell you what they did want to know. <clears throat> they wanted to see the speech. Oh, uh, they wanted to go over it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Was, was, and, was uh, any, you was anything changed from a, your speech? You have to have a, excuse me? Was uh, anything changed from your speech after they went over it? or? No, because like I told them, brother, my speech is in my head. Ah. Uh, you, if you go back and look at that show, I was the only one that wasn't reading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you go well, back you and know, look at it. You're inducting family. Yeah. yeah. Even my bud, even my buddies were like, "Hey man, you the only one that didn't have paper." Like I said, I, I wrote the thing month. I, shoot, I don't know. I don't know how long before it was. I didn't even read what I already didn't been over. It's like an actor, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like an actor, you know. Once you study the script, I don't need it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, the way you the way I write, I, I'm kind of used to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of used to writing verbiage for myself. Mm-hmm. The only thing you do, you just you write four different parts. I didn't know exactly how much time we were going to have, so I just wrote out four different parts, and I took bits and pieces from each part. Then you tie it up at the end. Okay. You know, instead of coming out there with some reading glasses on and stuff like that and 
my brother was this, and back in so and so. Come on, man, that sounds. No, I, I had to do it. I had to do it where I sounded natural. Yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't reading. So if you just if you just pretty much relaying the words that you've already written to yourself, then it doesn't sound like you reading. You know what I'm saying? You're just reciting. So yeah. And if you notice, that's the only one. That is the only one that you can't even get on YouTube or anything. Think about that. I, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Wow. Wow. That's didn't even think one. about that. We gotta see if that's you on WWE pay. Network. It might be, but pay yeah. for it. you gotta pay to see it. And I didn't even know it either until my brother told me about it. <laughs> what about the network? No, that that that. Um, Oh, about it not being on YouTube? But you can't get it on anything. They didn't show it. They saw like a little clip on television. Everything else, you either got to get it on off the WWE deal or you have to buy the DVD. Wow. I was like, wow, man. Well, I I know now with it being on WWE Network, I watched the last one. I mean, they showed everybody's. It ran hours. So hopefully, you know, going forward. Yeah, but you got to pay for the network. Well, yeah, yeah. If you go on YouTube, you can pull a lot of the uh, Hall of Fame stuff up, you know? But yet yours isn't up there. Huh? But yet yours isn't up there. I never never bought the DVD, and I don't have have WWE Network. Wow. So I never even saw my own speech. (laughs) 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 I never saw it. Everybody, I had a thousand people tell me about it and how moving it was. Even to this day, every time I go to an autograph session or something like that, people come up and say, "Man, I really love your, you know, your induction for your brother. Man, it was so heart moving and stuff like that." I'm like, "Okay, okay. Well, it must have touched some people." Even that night, everybody, Vince McMahon was the first person to come up to me and go, "That was great," and I was like, "Wow, really?" Okay, but then later on, everybody was saying it, and I was like, "Really?" Then my nephew comes up to me and go, oh, that was great. I'm like, wow. I, just, I was just trying to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was just, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it was unbelievable, man. But uh, it did the job, and we, we it was, everybody liked it, so I was proud of that. That's great. That's great. Um, so, you know what, we, we were asking what's up next with you. So when's, you know, what's going on with the radio show? When's that going to be, uh, you know, pretty much set actually, the, radio, the radio starts actually, uh, on the 30th of this month, which is next Wednesday. Okay. And, uh, my, I'm gonna have, uh, on the show, I'm having Diamond Dallas Page is calling in. Okay. And, uh, my brother is going to chime in, uh, on some, a few things because it's WrestleMania. I'm, I'm kind of dedicating the first show to WrestleMania, which is a few days later. So uh, we want to try to get that and try to help promote uh, the ROW here and WrestleMania at the same time. So I think it's going to be a pretty good show. Oh, it sounds good already. Is that something that uh, everybody can listen to via the Internet, or is that going to be on AMFM down in, uh, in Texas? Actually, uh, actually uh, I will – I will be putting the app on my Facebook page. Well, I want what I'm what I'm going to be doing this week. I'm going to be promoting the app. I can send you guys the app, and Absolutely. I guess you can help me 
help me get it out there. And uh, you can, and that way people can listen to it all over the country. And it's going to be a weekly thing. We're going to start off with a weekly thing once a week. And after a month or so, we're going to go to a nightly thing. It'll be every night, Monday through Thursday. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely send that over to us, and we'd be happy to, you know, not only, of course, listen to it, but we'll definitely promote it and get it out to uh, our listeners as well. So that's that's something that we're really looking forward to already, man. We can't wait to hear that. Yeah, it, it should be pretty good. I'm pretty, like I said, I'm pretty excited about it mm-hmm. because uh, calling in to talk to a wrestler, and it's not a, this is not a podcast. This is a yeah. live show. Yes. A live show where people can call in, just like what me and you're talking right now. If people are listening, they mm-hmm. can call right in mm-hmm. and ask whoever's on the phone with me questions. Uh, we already got a commitment from Herschel Walker. We already got a commitment from uh, King Mo, the Bellator, mm-hmm. uh, former Bellator fighting champion. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also got a commitment from uh, Bruce Pritchard, Bruce Pritchard, who played Brother Love. Brother Love, yeah. Uh and and WWE yeah. amongst a uh, few other people that I'm talking to right now, and everybody is willing to come on the show because it's like if you hosting it, I'll call in. You know, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. That sounds really good. We're definitely excited about it too. So get that over to us. We'll shoot it out to our listeners. Stevie Ray, thank you so so much for joining us, and we got to get you back on in the future with us, man. No problem, brother. You have a good one. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. And that was former WCW Tag Team Champion from the Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray. A little later than uh, what we uh, advertised here, but we want to thank him for calling in. Real busy. He's starting a new radio show down in Texas. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page is going to be on, his brother Booker T. He's going to get that over to us, and we'll send it out to our listeners via our Twitter and Facebook real, real soon. So, But before we get off the air, you hear our intro song. It's called Ignite by the band Adrenaline. Dan Gutschmidt from Adrenaline has been on with us in the past. So what we're going to do is a lot of people said, hey, we really like that intro song. Who is it? What does the rest of it sound like? So what I'm going to do for you, a little treat before we end the show here, I'm going to play Ignite by Adrenaline. Once again, thanks, Stevie Ray, former WCW wrestler, for joining us. Super, super classy, nice guy. Can't wait to have him back on in the future. We're going to promote the hell out of his radio show. I know it's going to be a great one. And then this Monday, we're going to have award-winning singer Ed Roman on with us at 8 p.m. Eastern Time right here on The Stoop. So for Jeff Perini, who is at the bar crawl in Philly doing charity tonight, I'm Jonathan Raggis. Enjoy Ignite by Adrenaline, and we'll see you all Monday. <laughs>